Oh, hey guys, it's Shuff from the Be Easy Podcast. This episode is going to be pretty special. We have Carl and I's barber, Drew. Drew is not only an amazing barber, but a savvy businessman. From diploma to apprentice to one of the most well-known barbers at Modern Male Barbershop. This was a fun session, so let's just cut right in with Drew, the barber. Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast, brought to you by your hosts, Carl and Abby O'Brien and Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. Really? Are you getting through all the time? All the time. You gotta find the like the backwoods uh wine. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Percocy, the Percocy wine and spirits is great. Okay. Wanna make the hike, the yeah. trek on up. Uh, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean I drive I 40 it. minutes to get I my hair making that hike, but <laughs> but you want you, you want a little something else on the end than just, yeah. like, just liquor? Yeah, or like a, a nice fresh cut. <laughs> yeah. For my boy Drew. Uh, yeah, no, I did one. I look. I went to the the state stores internet uh, like website one time randomly. Got through. Ordered a bottle of bullet. Oh, that's right. I forgot stuff I ordered on. You didn't max out your six bottle limit? No, I, I don't really drink that much. So. That's kind of ridiculous that you didn't do that, Jeff. You probably could have sold that on Chef, the street. You could have <laughs> or bought friends. some scotch for us. Well, ask your friends what they want. I know. Well, to, to be completely fair, it was completely random. And it, like, you go to the site and it's just like, refreshed and i was in and i was so confused and i was like i'm just gonna order a few bottles in case that's why shuffle keeps drinking it right now drew because he's like so happy that he has it and he's like been holding it if it was toilet paper he would have got some for his friends oh yeah well Uh, yeah you would have I mean, I, I was nervous early on, good, but I didn't see toilet paper or paper towels in our area for months. Was, don't tell me that, bro. I don't no, want to judge no you. Way. Yeah, no, no, I'm stocked up. I was, I'm a Boy Scout. I'm always prepared. <laughs> anyway, what better? Yeah, we have to start it now. So, so we're, we're. This is the what? The seventh session. Yeah. So this is the seventh time we're recording the podcast. Yeah. So last night we had this really cool dude from a, a band, and he kind of like was on tour so we heard some crazy stories from him about you know what kind of stuff he was getting into and how it was like affecting him and what the situation was but I think for you Drew I wanted to start because we wanted to ask you like how did you become a barber number one and number two I feel like I haven't let anybody else touch me more besides my wife than you in like the last five years what you're saying (laughs) I never even thought of that before. A lot, there's a lot of men out there that can say that. That's what I was saying. Right? Is that kind of interesting? Yeah, it's an interesting way to put it. It's a but chest up kind of touch. Yeah. No, he's getting deep into my shoulder oh, sometimes. Don't give out, don't give out my secrets. That's not for everybody. <laughs> Abby was like, you know what she said right away? She's like, well, you should start clipping your nose hairs more. I'm like, what? please. Sure. All that work that I do, and I get, you know, still a failure because I don't get that. Right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> She's dealing with me. I so mean, how did it get started, bud? Um, how did I get started cutting hair or specifically where I work? How about cutting hair first? Um, I specifically did, got started cutting hair actually because my um, when I was in high school, actually growing up, um, my dad would cut my hair and my mom would actually cut my dad's hair. So we had a pair of clippers in the house, which I guess to me was just normal, but I'm sure there's people out there that didn't grow up with a pair of 
you know, actual like hair clippers in their closet. And uh, one night, me and a couple of my buddies were together, and uh, my one one friend who's a little eccentric and wild, he had the bright idea of getting a mohawk cut into his hair um, for the soccer season. He literally, with the intention to look like a douchebag. I mean, you know, that was right. literally his goal. So, like, let's go. Um, yeah. So before I gave him a chance to change his mind. I was like, we're going back to my house right now and I'm cutting this mohawk and I did it. And believe it or not, like the next four or five haircuts that I did on like new people was all because of this mohawk. Like I also want a mohawk. So I guess during that year, there was a lot of mohawks at my high school. I guess he didn't really look like it. <laughs> when I was in high school, we our like lacrosse team was like back-to-back state champs and whatever, whatever, but they would all shave their heads like before playoffs. And like, and then that was like the craze at my school, like for like a year and a half. Like, and if you didn't shave your head, like buzz it, you were just like a fucking loser. Well, that's like a really big deal for lacrosse kids too, because they usually yeah. have the lettuce in the back. Right. Uh, that's a whole other. Which, which you're probably getting close to by now. Yeah, it's, it's coming now. It's starting. It's starting. I remember all the guys on the baseball team would always bleach their hair in the summer and have like the frosted tips or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> Abby's from a big baseball town. Yeah. As, as yeah. most know, she's from Willie Poe. Drew, Drew probably knows just as much about me and my like d- daily life than anybody. I would say. Yeah. So like, I haven't been up in a bit. We always have funny chair conversations. I feel like that's because you're always in the barbershop at an absurd time. Yeah. The weirdest shit comes out at, at the most absurd times in the barbershop. Like what time does Carl usually come in? Because you're always like, yeah, he was here hours ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Carl's at the shop by 730. He's in the chair by 730 a.m. Wow. That was my jam. Every And it, it was like, I'm always, I would be back home and working before anybody else was like, Abby would be leaving for work and I'd be coming back. Yeah. And, and that's, how far of a drive is it for you? It's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What time are you waking up to get a haircut? Uh, you don't want to even know. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I mean, that though. Like I wake up, I do wake up early for a lot. Of I mean, it's also like right? golf too. Like we're doing the same thing for golf, but yeah, true. Well, I got addicted to it. It became it became like a ritual and relaxing. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Like every and I would just go every week. And I feel I like feel- um, I used to always kill it after the haircut. Like that day, the next day, like when I was work, it was like I was. Just got my fresh cut and fucking going. Let's oh, go. Yeah, you always feel the freshest after a nice Drew cut. I do feel like I've offered you later, like a later time in the day, and you're kind of like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd rather just do the next day early if I could. <laughs> you're like, but no, I'd rather not. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the other hand like, yeah, but that also gets me out of bed at the ass crack right. of dawn too. Well, I feel like it became a contest, like who was going to be there first, like if I would be waiting for him to come to the door. Yeah. And but the once one he started... I- once he started drinking that green shit in the morning, he kept beating me there. <laughs> the one time I actually thought I beat you, though, it turned out I didn't because you just were driving the Tesla for the first time. Right, the Tesla. Like, <laughs> Dude, that day, let's, I want to hear a little bit more about the early cuts because I feel like I remember talking to you earlier on about crazy cuts. But I want to talk about that day because Abby, it was so funny. She asked me, like, do you want to, we had just gotten it. Like, it was like home with us. And she's like, do you want to take it to get your hair cut? I'm like, they're going to flip shit at the barber shop. <laughs> I remember. That was, the talk, that was the talk of the morning. <laughs> I didn't realize you got the Tesla up there. One time and then never again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on the app, I'm able to, like, track everywhere he is with the car. Yeah, like that. Remote yeah, control. She's so creepy. Dangerous. She's so creepy. No, no I went and got you a hoagie the other day. She did. And he was like, check the app to see how far you were from home. I was wondering when my sandwich was going to get there. What's that? 
Was he cooking you dinner? That's why he wanted to know when you'd be home. Yeah, he was no. cooking. No, dinner. I was going to pick him up a hoagie. Yeah, he was cooking dinner at um, what's it called? Um, Abby's um, what's the spot? Abby's not, Abby's furloughed, so she's like doing all the day the jobs that I used to do because she would be. I used to do all the house stuff because she would be working late, and I was always working from home. But now it's like the opposite, and now I'm working till like six, and then she's like making dinner. Been kind of I weird. go and pick him up lunch, right. and you know, drop <laughs> stuff off at UPS for returning. So, like, so, so no, I, I want to talk about some of the early cuts because I remember like you telling me stories, like, um, when I was like waiting in the Plymouth meeting shop to get my hair cut, sure. and I, you would be like cutting stars into side of kids' heads, and like, yeah. I would always ask you, like, do people come get weird cuts? What do you think the weirdest cut you've ever done is? Uh, I don't even... Not weird. What's your favorite cut? Do you have a favorite cut? Favorite cut is, um, I guess, just like a low, traditional low skin fade, side part haircut. Yeah. Sounds like um, what he does to you. It is what he does to me. I mean, kind of. I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to... <laughs> no, like, I don't get the, uh, like, you're talking about, like, the thing, like the... No, no, no. I don't... No? I'm, I'm anti-cut the pardon. Okay. I'm anti-cut the part in, so I prefer just a natural part, push it over to the side. You're all about the natural I feel like part. it's crazy how big it's got. Like, now everybody gets their hair. Like, if like if you're a dude going to, like, the clipper or whatever it's called, I, mean, I can't even remember the name of it anymore, the hair cuttery, I feel like nobody does that anymore. Like, everybody I know goes to a barber. I don't know anybody anymore that doesn't go to a barber. No, it's, it's crazy. It's blowing up for sure. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it will well, again. It will again. I think it will. I mean, that's, again, will. the history of it is, like, crazy how long that's been going on. And even stuff, like, that was, like, the, the, one of the general staples in every community in America for, like, you know, Never. hundreds of years. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. Yeah, but I want. I would love to know more of, like, how you... Um, well, yeah, so how do you become... How you went from cutting mohawks for your soccer, like, teammates to, like, ending up at Modern Male Barbershop with, as a licensed barber. I was always, it's actually, it's an interesting story because I was always told growing up by my parents, you know, basically like the whole, you can do anything in the future, but they would tag on as long as like, after you go to college, like as long as you go to college, it was like always the gotta go to college mentality. Um, reason being because they both didn't go to college. So they, like most parents want what they didn't have kind of thing is and you know absolutely i mean assuming, how all parents are yeah and and then i guess take also making the assumption that going to college is gonna naturally make make you more money in the future or whatever yes so that was always just kind of looming over me and my dad is a uh, he's a truck driver has been a truck driver since he was 18 years old he's 52 now um oh, wow and naturally kids always want to do what one of their parents does probably at some point in their life so i do remember mentioning something about like wanting to be a truck driver at some point when i was younger yeah even even then i got the answer of if you go to college and graduate and still want to be a truck driver like go ahead yeah, yeah. i feel I like think, that's like you a little bit abby remember you wanted to go to art school yeah you know but they were like you can do that you yeah. can go and do your art after you go to a four-year school yeah but then like so what happened then um well then so fast forward to high school started cutting some of my buddy's hair doing buzz cuts whatever and even then um that was like sophomore year so i still had junior and senior year and i took junior and senior year just as serious as anybody that was going to be going off to college by just packing my schedule full of ap classes and you know i 
I doubled up on a science class in June, my junior year and still ended up taking another science class my senior year, like just crazy stuff like that with the intent, like, oh, I'm going to college. And at this point in time, I wanted to be an architect backslash engineer, something in that realm. Um, applied to three colleges, I believe. I applied to Drexel, Pitt, and Lehigh. All good. And like all those got, got accepted to Drexel and Pitt. And then I got waitlisted for Lehigh. So basically like Lehigh's tough though, man. You're not you're not good enough, but if we had enough kids that don't want to come in, we'll we'll let you in. Yeah, Lehigh's Lehigh's almost Ivy league, league, man. They're like right there, you know. Yeah. Lehigh said uh, almost Ivy League school is is nothing to mm-hmm. yeah. downfall. So I was like the kid on the playground that got picked last kind of thing. Yeah. For that for that school. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> but one thing that stuck with me when I went and visited all these schools was the um, tuition and room and board. I mean, I think all three of those schools, if you averaged out what my annual payments were going to be, it was probably like 58, 60 grand, somewhere in there. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Yeah. For Drexel. And my parents were very adamant on you're paying for school if, if, if you go. So, you know, they're telling me, got to go to college. And they're also like, and you're paying for it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the American story these days, though. Right yeah. now. Well, it's hard to pay for it, man. It's a lot of money. Yeah. No, I mean, that's it. The, all parents really want you to go to college, but then they're also yeah. like, you're going to be taking on that debt as an adult. And it's like, yeah. you know, and it's it's how everybody <laughs> leaves high school being told that. That's the that's the mantra by your guidance counselors. That's the yeah. mantra by your parents. It's just the yeah. what you're sure. supposed to do is what is is how they say it is how everyone thinks i just had a conversation with somebody recently this is going off on a little tangent about that um but i think part of the reason that um parents are starting to do like the you're paying for college kind of thing is actually because like they don't know how all this like student loan stuff and whatnot works because a lot of our parents didn't go to college college wasn't as big back then so like out of fear they're like hey you take care of it, but we want you to go to college kind of thing. Or if they did go, the tuitions were a lot more on par with inflation at the time. Yeah. Like the inflation of college, uh, like tuition compared to the inflation of the U.S. dollar and like the average salary have not kept up with each other. And so like a lot of parents for like the last like couple like decades don't, didn't understand how crazy the gap got and how much of vultures like student loan companies are and whatnot, you know? So that's like a whole, I feel like you, we could go a whole episode. Oh, about absolutely. Loans, dude. Because <laughs> they might, are the bane of existence. They're the worst. The worst. College, college in general, from all sorts of different backgrounds or like people types that I cut, I would say college as a topic is like probably the number one thing that gets me and clients like super engaged you bring you bring up college in some facet and it is just like it's yeah. a big topic i feel like everybody here went for a different reason that went and everybody got different stuff out of it yeah um, like i didn't i don't think i learned anything actually in my classes that has helped me now yeah. but i think i learned how to like take care of myself as a human being because like you're out on your own a little bit and like again uh, like i had to pay for it so like i mean I, it's like Carl and I both started a community you college. You have to pay your bills, your rent your house, all that kind that of stuff, was, you know? Bringing it back, since you brought up community college, that would have been my father's, like, choice for me. Yeah. He yeah. Would able to kind of, like, guide me a little bit more. I think he would have pushed me more for a community college. But on the other hand, 
he was also, he played a huge role in me becoming a barber because senior year of high school, my high school has a program where you either do 40 hours of community service over the course of, I believe it's a week. So you basically get a, your senior year, you got a free week. Um, you just have to log 40 hours of community service or 40 hours of job shadowing over the course of that week. And then that following, that following weekend is actually your senior class trip to just like a local place out by Lancaster. But anyway, I chose to do the, the job shadowing and right away found an architect that I knew through some people at school, contacted him, and I found an engineer through somebody that I knew, contacted him, got right on board. But then I was still missing one more day's worth or maybe what was it, two days worth of um, internship. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And it was actually my dad's idea for me to job shadow at Modern Mail Barbershop where I was getting wow. my haircut at the time. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. And that's and the original true. shop. Where's the original? Was it? Because right there, it started as one at one point, right? Yeah. Ellersville. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right down the road. It's, it's yeah. literally, you pass it on the way home, Carl. Yeah. That's the one on Temple, right? The tiny well, one? Yeah. Carl the takes a different one? stop every day, every time. <laughs> What's that? He takes a different route. Carl takes a different route every time. Doesn't know how to get up without a GPS. I believe it. Like literally, you pass a GPS. What, well, dude? This is because Drew. This is gonna become a theme. They always make fun of my driving on yeah. every fucking episode. Because the GPS <laughs> is insane. Like you put it on, you go down the street to walk. I like to know like, when I'm gonna why? get places. I'm sure I could tell a whole episode of me texting Drew in the morning, like something about me being late. But yeah, so like literally, yeah, I mean, as you know, nobody knows, but yeah, you decided not to go to college and because of this one day, which I've never even heard of, this one day you decided to intern at Modern Mail next cool. to your dad, you met did Nick. Did you go to school right away or did you just start cutting? I did, I did an apprenticeship when I actually started. So I finished out my senior year of high school and I was working full-time at a welding shop at the time or part-time during school and full-time in the summer. Right. So we figured it out because I wasn't, it, it's not a paid apprenticeship. So right. I decided I'll work that whole summer full time at the welding shop, save up some coin, and then go into the apprenticeship kind of having a little bit of a guess of what gas is gonna cost and all my you know, finances. Yeah, yeah. Obviously living at the parents' house was a huge, huge plus in that time. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Started, yeah, I started the nine month apprenticeship in August when all my friends or most of my friends shipped off to their prospective Ooh. colleges, so. Yeah, and when was that? How does it work? Uh, do you 20, like 2013 is when I graduated high school. And oh then, wow! Yeah, so August of 2013 is when I started. That's like the same time that uh, Carl and Abby were meeting. Yeah. 2013. I, I'm, here's the crazy thing. I think Drew's been cutting my hair the entire time I've known Abby. Well, yeah. So like, when did when did you end up at the Plymouth Meeting Shop when you like ran that? So I got, I got my license in July of 2014. I got fully licensed. And then I, we got the Plymouth Meeting Shop in October of 2014. Okay. Yeah, and then I was there pretty much right away. Because, um, like, a little backstory is my uh, father is, was very good friends with Nick's father. And Nick is the, I don't know what you guys deem him as, but, like, the godfather of... Duff's going to call him a weird name, yeah. <laughs> modern male. Godfather? The godfather of modern male barbershop. He'd love, probably love hearing that, honestly. I would love it. Yeah, he would love that. Um, but so, like, I went, my father and I went to the... I don't think I've ever met him. You haven't? You, if you met him, you'd know. Yeah. You, you come you come way too early in the morning. He's still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my, my father and I went over to the, the original shop quite a few times uh, to get haircuts. One of them being 
one of the early on um, years of uh, Grow Pair, the charity you guys run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yep. like one of the early years. Uh, actually, I guess it wasn't too early because you, you guys had, I don't know. No, we did it at the original shop. We were there at least one year. Yeah, it would have um, been, it, it would have been that second. It would have been that first year that I started cutting your hair. Yeah. And then so, and then you took, you took over that Plymouth meeting shop. And yeah. so I, I came there and just started telling all my buddies. I mean, I told everybody. That's how I heard about it was from Shuff. And then yeah. I was right down the street, like my office. Yeah. Yeah, and I just had started dating Abby that spring, and I think that's when I was starting to get it cut. And I was like, "You weren't keeping a book yet, though, because you didn't take appointments at the time." I don't think. Yeah, oh, that was brutal. Which is <laughs> rough. I'd Dude. be like, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna get I'll yeah, see you in like man. five hours." Dude, we spent. I spent some hours at that Plymouth meeting shop. You guys are troopers for sure dealing with all that. And you were so young. I remember you came up to me once, and you're like, "You know, there's a sandwich shop right over there. If you want to like go get like sandwich, because." You didn't want to tell me like it's gonna be. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't even drink that. I don't think. I was nineteen. Yeah, dude, 19. you were. Yeah, yeah, like, and it was basically you all the time, right? Yeah, I went. I took a one week vacation that year to uh, Norway, and Nick Nick came down for that one week. So you may have got cut by Nick down there one time. No, I did once. Actually, I remember I have a photo of it. There was like this uh, other barber that came with his whole like crew. I, yeah, I think they were finishing up their apprenticeship as well. Because right after me, they just got more guys right in the okay. room. Was the school not like started yet? Yeah, we just like it is now. Like just, now they have a school in Lansdale, right? Yep, we just started it last year. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Brand new. Yeah. Up until wow. then, it was apprenticeships, and we could only do one apprenticeship per year per per shop, and each okay. each shop has to have a barber manager. To, to be able to have one. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys were running the shop up in Plymouth meeting and then sadly, I mean, that only lasted That's like the worst day of my life. That, like and months, a year, not a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah. So then, but then you took over one of the new shops. Um, yeah, but then by that point we had gotten, um, the long story short, they had to pull me back up and we got another shop, which was right around the corner from the original shop. So up in Sellersville still. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure what, what it was going to look like with like people that I was cutting before making the trek up. But I mean, I'm still to this day cutting a lot of people that I started cutting down there. From that I, first spot? That's kind of wild. Really? Yeah. I know. I think we're the only two out of our crew. Well, he lost a few, but he's still got a bunch. Yeah. A couple, no, a couple from ours dropped off though, sadly. And I, I'd always shame them. I'd be like, <laughs> what are you doing? Although I know Al goes to Al uh, goes to the other kid, Al goes to my buddy Chase. Yeah, yeah. but like personally, my father like always instilled in me that like you want to have your barber, your barber. And I was searching for that my whole life until I found you, Drew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I pronounce you man and yeah. man. no pressure, <laughs> but like you're you're my barber for you know the, as long as I'm standing on two feet. How's married life too, bud? It's it is what it is. Is this the first year or the second year? <laughs> This is the this is the first year coming up on one. And she's a hairdresser, which I think is a cool yeah. twist. How did yeah. you guys meet? I actually was with my boss. Um, we went over to the salon she works at and did a men's grooming class. Yeah. Oh wow! It's just love at first sight. Have you ever cut her hair? No, 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 no. <laughs> Hard no. Yeah. <laughs> she she has cut my hair now officially though. For the first okay. time because of all this crap going on. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys did. 
what you guys were doing. I guess it might be about time. Longest my hair's been probably in five years. Um, yeah, bro, I was so deep in your Facebook today, too, so. You were? <laughs> I saw some yeah, some of your curls. <laughs> Who was deep in my Facebook? I was. Oh, my. I, I do my research before the episode, man. I don't, I, I like to, I was, I was thinking Drew the Barber all day today. Wow. I'm honored. But it's funny. I mean, I it's because I said to Abby, like, I was like, well, you did their wedding invitations. I was like, how long ago was that? And it wasn't that long ago. And then it was last year. Yeah. Where did you guys go for your honeymoon? Because I know you're pretty travel savvy, too. We always talk travel in the chair. We went to, why am I blanking on the, uh, was it St. Lucia? St. Lucia, yeah. I just I knew it was a saint. I knew it was a saint, and I was I was counting my way down the saints down in the Caribbean, and I was like, "You can count them." I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was more than one Saint. Mo- I remember talking about it because we looked at St. Lucia too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it? It was awesome. I I still remember seeing the pictures and talking to you about it. You guys said you had a great time. Oh yeah, it was great. That's lovely. What has she been with you to some of your crazy like spots around the world? Because I feel like early on, we, we used to, like, I know you went to Norway, like, some other spots. Like, was she with you in, in New Zealand? Yeah, I, we actually went to New Zealand because her aunt lives there, so. The oh, that's wild. Tell, I got to hear. Oh, that's right. What do you mean? Like, she's from there? No. Or she lives there? No, she lives there. She did a sabbatical. She's a teacher. So she did a sabbatical okay. over there and decided to stay. So she married a Kiwi. and Wow. She's still that's teaching cool. over there and doing all that. Wow. That's pretty cool. So what was it like over there? I mean... I, f- I feel like we were in Australia. That's the furthest probably we've ever gone. Which is pretty I- fucking far. Well, how was that flight? I remember, I feel like I remember giving you tips about it at one point, but I mean, anyway. so how long is it to go over there? And what was your route? Well, I guess it was, I think it was 21 hours in the air. I think we spent right. over, the, over the course of three flights though. Wow. So I think it was six oh. hours to LA and then 14 hours to... Auckland, and then you had to take a one-hour little puddle jumper down to Wellington. Okay. It was 21 hours of flying, if I did my math correctly, spread out over the course of, like, 36 hours. Right. You're going through time zones. Yeah, because of the time zone change and everything, yeah. How long did you stay over there? Because I feel like it has to... I think you were there for 10 days. Yeah, we did a same... Yeah. Our Australia flight pattern was similar. We had three flights. It was six to LA. Then we flew to Sydney and then we took another puddle jumper up to Cairns. And it, yeah, it was like 20, 25 hours. It's weird that on your travel home, you like leave on a Sunday and you get back on a Sunday. (laughs) So you don't lose your day. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was kind of what I experienced in China too. Not not to Mm -hmm. that extent, but it's, it's a direct flight, which is pretty wild, but it's like 14 hours. I'd almost prefer that though. Just settle in and chill out. So we got, we were able, we booked it early enough that my um, travel agent, one of my clients who's a travel agent, he called me because I asked him to kind of look into it for me. And out of one random day, he calls me and he's like, yo, if we book these flights now, I can get you the premium economy package for the long legs. So for the 14-hour legs on both for the price of what it would cost for you to book the whole trip economy. So that long leg and premium, yeah, that's dope. Amazing! Like that trip was that was one of the easiest flights I've ever been on. I honestly think the LA flight is the worst, one of the worst flights you can do. That cross country, I've done it too many times. Basically, up the bus, like yeah, horrible. You know, this fourteen hour trek, being able to recline super far, you got the super wide chairs. And the lady just keeps constantly coming around doing whatever. Did you get the hot yeah. towel? Did you get a hot towel? Oh my 
Yeah, I think we did get a hot towel, but it's nothing yeah. like the hot towels I give. You know, what I mean? nothing like nothing like a blue <laughs> hot towel at Modern Mail. Abby you know? asks me, she's like, "Did you get the towel today?" I'm like, yeah, my God, towel. he always gets the towel. Always. Drew always has to ask, but like when I almost want to be like, "Don't even ask," but at the same time, I want him to ask. But it's always a yes. Sometimes I really need. Uh, so tell me about the towel goes on at the end. Yeah, but tell her how you dip it in the special stuff. And <laughs> oh my, there's no special. I don't even think you're dipping it. What in. is, dude? There's, there's a special water. It's not dipped, but it has a. All right, well let's hear the process. We um, our secret sauce, if you will. It, we heat the towels up in the morning. We uh, put hot water on them. We wring them out so they're just damp, and then they get sprayed with an essential oil mixture. That I can't wow. reveal the exact mixture, but that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I didn't oil mixture. That little bit's nice. That little nugget. I'll take it. That's it. incredible. What do you smell like? Eucalyptus. Yeah, it's like because Abby's into the oils yeah. too. It's oh, definitely okay. something. Like, I don't think you can it. Like, Abby, let me tell you what. These towels are all healing for sure. I yeah. think I need to come up just for the towel experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's really good. Um, Usually, yeah, I miss out on the beers up there, but. So did I? Who am I being crazy? I'm gonna go sidetrack for a minute. Hold on, I want to finish the towel. Oh, you finish. It's water. So oh. while the while the towel is then applied to the client's face, they get a light facial massage. Very, yeah, it's light. Like it's you're touching their cheeks. And their... Oh, yeah. oh my god! Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Drew's yeah, just got the touch. You know. So then they get to be, you know, pampered. But at the same time, I got some of them little extra hairs that stick to the face or whatever. You right. wipe them off and good to go that's why he how, comes back like yeah. just pristine every time how right. many kinds of oils <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get it out that's of you a good topic dude i'm kidding he's been part of so i was saying now he's like part of them making like their product like modern males now making product they're making like hair you know hair paste like we buy the what do we call it drew the um the pom pomade or whatever yeah pomades yep yeah and like they're making the sprays like my beard oil I love you know, this all that kind of stuff. It's, they're making their own. Abby's been I making my beard oil lately. Oh, beard oil. Well, I haven't essential been essential oil. I haven't been to Modern Mail lately, so wow. somebody needed to make beard oil. Avocado oil, and then I add in my secret recipe. I won't tell you of essential oils. They're not trying to sneak it out of you, I guess. But Drew, I, I love that spray, but I can't even use it anymore. Like, Why? <laughs> Yo, oh, he's not that bitch. Uh, Yo, Jeff's is bad. Chef, you look like a mad scientist. I gotta be honest. I I contemplated wearing a hat for this, but yeah, I I wanted to just be in the moment that we are in this pandemic as we are, and just rock the hair. Yeah. But I'm not surprised that both guys on here are wearing hats right yeah. now. It's bad, man. I ha I have to wear a hat every day at work. I can't even deal with it. You know, I literally look. I yeah, I've been wearing. Awesome. They've been making fun of me at work. Jeez. Every day they ask me because I've been wearing a different hat every day. Shuff might be the new you, right there, brother. Dude. Yeah, I kind of like the Shuff pullback. He looks very like uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. But so, like, I did. I did finally break down and trim up my my beard. But it's oh. terrible. I have like lines up here and stuff. It's yeah. just not good. But I, I mean, ask Carl and Abby. Last week it was like out to, you know. Uh, was, he was like this, dude. It was, was Wolverine style. I was eating my beard. I yeah. had to. <laughs> um, well, they're calling it the bunker beard right now. Yeah. Right? That's a good name. I mean, Everyone's well, rocking the bunker beard. Are you, and what's, so what have you been doing? Like, my. how does it work? Like, I know Abby's actually doing, this is like crazy to say, but like, 
with the way that PA has been doing unemployment and the setup and she's like furloughed. So she's been like fired by her company. She's basically making equivalent, if not more. I don't know how that works. Obviously, you know, tips and whatever, how, like, how are they gauging you guys? Cause I know you and your wife both do the same thing. So, so we're actually both blessed that the places we work for are, um, they employ rather than like subcontract their yeah. uh, employees, uh, or their, okay. their barbers and hairstylists. So both of us, unemployment was kind of a breeze just being able to plug everything in. Cause I know one of my friends is a barber and wow. Um, they're all 1099 their contract yeah. so it's, I don't I don't I don't know all the details on how all that works but I do know it was a little more difficult for him to receive you know financial aid of sorts yeah I heard I read the story that some haircut place opened up in one of the states and like they were getting all that shit like it is it's PA like do you know what the rules are for like the red and the yellow and like all that I, stuff because you're also in an area that's like not as hyper populated right yeah you're not Monk, you're not Monk County right yeah, I am. I'm like, I'm really far north. Oh, it is Monco. Wow. Yeah. They're in the same county as us. Well, no, no. So the, so the shop is in Bucks County. Oh, it is. Yeah. Right. But where I live is actually on County Line Road between Bucks and Montgomery County. So right, I, right, okay. I'm, I'm right up. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, we're close enough to. Although the epicenter of all this is like more towards the heavily populated areas, it's we're still. Like us. Yeah, we're we're still a part of the same county, just way up there. So yeah, wow, we're right we're right in the same boat. Yeah, so. that's got to be wild too, though, because it's definitely way more open out there. Like if it doesn't feel as crowded, you know what I mean? Like yeah, and it's probably a little bit different for mm. sure. Yeah, I mean Abby and I are both from smaller, like like outside of this area. Like I'm from a small town, as you well know. And when I go home, it's it's not normal, but it's not far off from it. Minus some things like the store is not being open <laughs> but no i see you guys very active so are you involved at all with with nick right now i see him like setting up fundraisers for like what were you guys doing something with like a meat company and a water company yeah so he's got a lot of connections with just local business owners um one of the guys the water company you mentioned um they supply the water jugs that we have in all of our barber shops okay um and then okay. he's done it with two Two or three different um, pizza places. Yep, I've seen that. All the Italians are all closely knit, so he knows all the pizza places in the area. Yeah. <laughs> and so they've done like a water, they've done a water pizza and like modern mail gift card giveaway. Okay. Uh, people can just pull up that, I guess, won the giveaway or whatever. Um, they get a pizza, a case of water, and then a modern mail gift card out of the deal. Nice. So it's like a raffle? Yeah, I think that's how they, they kind of did it. Or first, you know, first 50 people or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's always uh, out there doing different things in the community. I would love to hear like a little bit of your experience with like uh, the grow, like the grow pair cutathon. Well, you tell been- us what it is first, because I don't think everybody knows. Well, yeah, I guess no one else well, really knows what it is. But we, um, the barber shop, does a cutathon every year in September um, that we call Grow a Pair, and it is uh, for men's cancer awareness. Um, and the reason that we went that direction. Uh, is for a few different reasons. One, we obviously are a barbershop and deal with primarily men. And my boss has a strong feeling not against or like downplaying women's cancer, but he just sees the constant women's cancer uprising, which is great, but doesn't see the men's cancer uprising. So that's why he decided to go that direction of, you know, dealing with men's cancer specifically, um, as well as him and a few other barbers 
in the past that have worked at Modern Mail or still work at Modern Mail have lost family members, fathers, um, gentlemen to cancer. It hits home more than just the fact that we are a men's, you know, grooming facility. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I feel like any kind of cancer research assistance is like full on whatever it is. It's, it's, it's a good cause for sure. So what do you do? Do you cut like all day long? Why do they call it a thon? I think a thon, I think a Penn State's dance a thon. <laughs> dance like fucking crazy people. Yeah, for like not, hours. not 24 hours like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 24 hours. We should. we should do 24 hours. That would be nuts. Some people will come out with some wild cuts. You'd have to do like shifts or something, I'd imagine. Well, we started, we have so many barbers now that we actually started doing shifts at the at the Grow a Pair Cut-a-thon. We, over the year, wow. as we gain more locations... We started moving the location of the cutathon each year to the biggest location, and now the biggest is the school. And even with 14 chairs, we have too many barbers to get us all in there at once. Yeah, we know a lot of people in that community too. Like a lot of our friends live in that area where the school is now, and I feel like it's like a great spot for that kind of thing to start out because of like that surrounding area is keeping like growing. New businesses are happening. Like yeah. there's a lot of good like foundation and, and I don't want to say old timey, but it's like, I feel like the, the towns with like the main streets and the state streets and the main drags are like coming back. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what's going on up there. And what there's how many shops now for modern mail? Five. We have four shops, one school and, and we have another shop on the way that'll be in Doylestown. And okay. the bus. And the bus. True. The bus. I, I, <laughs> I actually, yeah. Thank you for that. My, we did. Yeah. Me and Vinny did a live video, and one of the questions, we were doing a little raffle or giveaway. One of the questions was, how many locations do we have? And I, <laughs> I kind of spouted my answer out, and Vinny kind of gave me this look, like, what are you talking about? He's like, think about that one again. And I was like, what is he? Yeah, sure enough, the bus could be any location. That that was such an amazing idea that you guys had. And, and you know, it's just a shame. It, it, right when it got off the ground, kind of, it seems like, we, we, I feel like we saw it at that, that first Friday. They had the bus out in land, in uh, up in Lansdale. It's like a, a bus that they cut hair on. Yeah, so you like drive it to a location. So like, think. Let me see if this works. But think, like, you say you're having a wedding and you want everybody to get the haircut in the area. But the bus takes them to the wedding too. Boom. Done. That's pretty fucking cool. It's actually a really good idea. Absolutely. So um, but yeah. So what are you gonna say? Like, is it still in act? And is it still in action? So when's this podcast being released? <laughs> not till June. Not late June, July. All right. Um, we are we are doing um, me and another modern male uh, employee are uh, we're going to different police stations and cutting. Uh, that's, awesome. right that's really cool, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Right now. Yeah, we're doing it during this during this time. So we're doing the whole, you know, gloves, masks, take your temp before you go yeah. in. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, yeah. Modern Mail does so many things for the community and, like, people don't even know about Because Nick's real vocal on, uh, on like, gotcha. social media and Modern Mail as a whole. You guys do, like, a great job. Although I told him he needs to start, like, a YouTube channel. I've been telling you this for years. You guys need to start your own, like, like reality show. We but you guys produce it. I know. He there you go. Like, you mean like when they have like like the tattoo ones or whatever? Like, yeah, but like just off, more authentic. I know. But every time I say that, yeah. he goes, "Well, 
make it happen. Well, yeah. there's not. Think about it, though. That's actually not a bad point because, I mean, I can't. Is there like a modern barbershop show? I feel like there is that one that's really, really famous. I can't remember. And didn't they, they used to do like all the rappers' hair? I feel like I just saw it on Netflix. Eminem gets his hair done by him or something. I don't yeah, there was something on HBO or something. Not it just sure. recently, like it just came yeah. out. But no, but like um, you guys would just make an unbelievable show. Like all the person, I think it would work. Having all your shops between Nick and Vinny and like you and just everyone else. But but what I was gonna say is like guys at the shop, like who's opening today? You sons of bitches! (laughs) Do so many things for the community community that like aren't even like publicized. You know, so like it's just awesome to see. You know, I keep track as much as I can. It's just seeing like you know the barbershop's always been like the connection to the community, but you guys go above and beyond. And I really wish that we can get a shop in Conshohocken someday. That um, would be dope. It's such a it's such a community like like would be perfect for modern mail if they could. How get is it. the bar? How are barbershop wars though? Like, does like one barbershop get mad at the other? I feel like there's like three or four uh, in this town. There's always gonna be there's always gonna be tension between you know like <laughs> different shops. Like, yeah, dude, that's my cut, bitch. <laughs> back no, but I, you know what's you know what's interesting now that I've um, we're not. It, when it comes to like, uh, how should I say, it? like competitiveness within an industry, right? Uh, I would say the barbershop isn't isn't on that like super far competitive side. Um, there's definitely okay. like literally barber competitions and barber shows where people do like best fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, I would say it's a pretty just you know open environment. Um, Community like. But something that I really like um, or would strive that our industry becomes more like at some point is the craft beer industry when it comes to community and no competition and actually like helping each other and, you know, just not being, you know, not being animals about competition or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, I be, I mean, you, I, I imagine there's some of it now, but then I also imagine there is some like, especially on like online and stuff, there's some some barbers that are going to beef with one another but uh, i mean you guys are doing a phenomenal job i think you know just be the 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 guiding light for everyone else i mean you already have four shops fifth on the way you guys are taking over the area that's annoying so what i'm saying is concha hawkins next i'm gonna i'm gonna keep saying until the day it happens i know there's some old shops in town that are ready to close down so are you are you you taking over shop it's cool you almost maybe want to cut some hair or what you know, I, 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 knowing about Nick and, and Modern Mail since I was pretty, you know, a lot younger, I, it's always, not a lot younger, but I guess, you know, late teens, and, uh, I always thought about it, but I don't know. If I Nick can cut hair, anybody can cut hair. If Nick can? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, I think I could, I think I could do all right, but I'd also maybe just like to run a shop, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's the American dream right there, brother. That it is. So there's a, there's, there's a question we're asking everybody on every kind of session we do and it's like a dumb question but just answer like right away don't think about it don't try to be cool <laughs> the build up it's not yeah <laughs> what really was your last amazon delivery last amazon delivery was something biking um dang i feel like i'm on the Ooh. spot probably yeah no, that's a good call you've been biking a lot lately dude are you like doing like miles and miles and tell me it's a real bike and not an electric bike so I have, I just went out or, you know, the beginning of quarantine, I got back into road biking, which I used to do before becoming a barber. Okay. So I went out and bought a multi-million dollar bike and with my, <laughs> with my stimulus check. Nice. And, um, <laughs> and I've been biking like crazy, putting in about a hundred miles a week. 
Wow. Um, so wow. Yes. The last thing I think has anybody has anybody had the goo packs? Does anybody that you just kind of kind of like eat on the go while you're yeah the power pack yeah pretty much yeah like the Gatorade has you know yeah the the power pack you get those in bulk and the last delivery was mint chocolate okay so that was the last thing chocolate. Goo, gross. Goo, goo, G-U. G-U, goo. Get a pick too before it's too dark. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. We're gonna take a pick too before we can't see your face. I'm packaged ten stops away. Uh, what's ten stops away for us? Right. I think it's, I think it's CBD trees for oh, our dog. Because our yo Arnie won't settle down to get his fucking haircut, Drew. You guys are. You clip dogs. Wait, you're giving dogs CBD. Yeah. Everyone does that. Yeah. That's like giving so we can get his hair cut. Really? Okay. Yeah, chill out. All right. Everybody usually puts a hand signal. We're doing the, the cuts? Yeah, the cuts. That's why mine's down, because it's scissors. Okay. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, we're good. She got it. Did you get it? Yeah. Show him. Show him. Yeah, but thanks and... a lot for that. That was fun. We're so grateful you joined us for today's episode. Please go ahead and leave us a review here on the podcast. And if you love our content, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Be Easy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and drop us a note, even over email, beeasypodpod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll join us for a future episode. So until next time, friends, be easy. Be easy.